this is gonna be the best book you ever read. Like, this is your new favorite book. Off the internet, man. I need to go be introverted. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the last episode of 2021 and another episode of Books in the City pod. I'm Libby. I'm Kayla. I'm Emily. And I'm Becky. And we're four friends at the end of a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is our podcast. Yes, indeed. Wait, before yeah. we get into all of the all of the fun recapping, a few announcements. So we are meeting tonight to discuss Always in December by Emily Stone. It was the December fan club book club pick. Um, I have like very a few very specific points that I need to talk to someone about. So I can't wait to just bring up those points at book club and <laughs> see what happens. It'll be a fun time. Nice. And um, make sure you go to booksinthecitypod.com where you can check out our merch store that coming soon in 2022 is going to include our Should We Talk About Books merch. So check that out for sure. And the last announcement is that this is the last episode of season one of Books in the City, which <laughs> this is the longest season one you've ever heard of. Um, but we mentioned this before. And in case you missed it, we have not taken a break since we started this podcast. So we have decided we're going to take the month of January off. So you guys will get some fun throwbacks. Um, we're going to be releasing some of our favorite episodes, re-releasing them for you to reminisce while we're gone. So you won't miss us too much. If you're part of the fan club, you'll still get, I'm going to do um, a fan club book club for January. And my pick is actually a book I talked about a few episodes ago, or maybe a lot of episodes ago, but A Spindle Splintered by Alex Iharo. It's a really short read, so everyone should have time to pick it up and read it. And it'll be a fun book to talk about. So A Spindle Splintered by Alex Iharo. (laughs) So make sure you tune in, stay involved in there, because I will still be posting, and we'll all still be posting in Patreon. Um, But as far as new episodes go... We will be back in February with season two, and I feel like that's a good way to segue into the meat of this episode because we're going to reminisce on 2021 and then chat about what you can expect for season two. So where do we want to start? This is our second annual little, 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 <laughs> little, little, little uh, recap episode. Yeah. Well... Uh-huh. How yes. did everyone do on their like reading goals for 2021? Do you remember what you said you would do? Yeah, what were everyone's? Yeah. I specifically remember saying that I was setting my goal for 60. For for reference, I think I read like 85 in 2020 and I remember saying when I set my goal at 60 that I felt like I was on a good track of like reading more, but I had had a hunch that our social lives would be coming back a little bit more in 2021. I remember this very distinctly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I lowered it and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get to like 85 again if I have a social life again. And so I set it to 60 and I am definitely not hitting that goal. I, as of the day of recording, which is like early December, I've read 42. So I think 
I can probably get myself to 45 by the end of the year. Which but is good. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I'm not, like, kind of disappointed. But I went back to the office. Yeah, I feel like you had you were talking about, like, a hunch that you would have to go back. and I originally thought, like, going back to the office would mean potentially more reading time because I had missed, like, reading on my commute because mm-hmm. when I was working from home, I was pretty much just, like, waking up with enough time to, like, eat, drink coffee, and get started. Whereas now, obviously, I wake up earlier and I can read on my commute. But... I didn't realize how much like shutting my computer at like 630 at the end of the workday and then immediately picking up a book is different from commuting home and reading for like only the 15, 20 minutes that I'm commuting. You know, it. yeah. And plus, like I started to do more stuff, traveling, like getting back into like real life. So I just didn't I didn't read as much, but I'm not mad at it. 40 plus books is a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember a time when setting my goal for 30 felt crazy. So like, I'm still really proud of that number and like numbers don't really matter again. We, I think we said this last year when we talked about this and when we set our goal, but it doesn't matter. It's all for fun. This is just like mm-hmm. fun goal setting. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't remember if I set any goals that weren't number related at the beginning of the year. So I have no idea if I hit them. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. mine. Hell yeah. Woo round of applause well i did set non-number goals and i went back and i found my little note and i i achieved them all um (laughs) oh wait no one of them i actually didn't okay so my non-numerical goals were one non-fiction a month which i'm gonna read one this month so then i'll have hit it one classic i read pride and prejudice two books each month that i've owned for more than a year i'm pretty sure i did that and then one ebook a month because so this is like a like breaking the fourth wall of like working with publishers like some of them will just send you a netgalley link and I am not good at just picking up my kindle like I'll go for books like a physical book instead then there's all these great books that are just sitting on my kindle so I was like I need to make an effort to like start reading those books and August was the only month Ah, uh, that I didn't that do did. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only month that you didn't read a, a book on my Kindle. Okay. Yeah. But some months I read too. So wow. I made up for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good goal. That I feel like I should one. add yeah. that to mine yeah. for next year. Yeah. And I want to like do all of those again. I feel like setting, well, this started in 2020. Like I had the same ones. And also in 2020, I also said to DNF more. And setting them that way really changed like, my reading habits like on the last episode I talked a lot about DNFing um which again means did not finish (laughs) yeah coming up a lot so okay I'm just gonna say I get like embarrassed when I say how many books I've read and like I never ever 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 want to make anybody feel bad about how many they've read like please do not compare yourself to me I'm abnormal um but (laughs) I that reminds a, me of it, Cole Sprouse and what's that show about high school? Oh yeah, I'm He's weird. Like, I'm a weirdo. I'm, a weirdo. I'm just weird. <laughs> yeah. Is that Riverdale? That's you. yeah, on Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale. <laughs> okay, so today is December fourth, and as of today, I've read 176 books. Oh my god! <gasps> and I've DNF. Are you gonna hit 15? Sorry. Okay, so this is a thing. So, um, but okay, so wait. So first, I DNF'd 15, and I think. I got really comfortable with DNFing this year. And when I looked back the other day, I was surprised the number was that low. But I think I've gotten really, really good at 
reading the synopsis of a book and figuring out if I'm actually going to enjoy it or not. Mm, that's and I've gotten skill. pickier with like books I'm bringing into the house and like just really narrowing down like my tastes, which is part of the reason why I was able to read so many books. But basically what happened is I was like, I'm just going to see if I can read, like see how many I could read. So I set my Goodreads as 100. And for reference in like in 2019, I read 102. And that was the first year like K read what was like really going. 2020, I read 162. So like COVID times and also like I've gotten quicker as I read more. I was like, I'm just going to set it as 100 and then we'll see what happens. And then at the end of September, I was like, or it was the very beginning of October. But I was like, if I read 18 books in October, November and December, I'll hit 200. And I was just like. I really want to do that. I thought it would be so cool. And then my grandma died. <laughs> like, this is not fun. This is like my morbid like humor. And she like really messed up. <laughs> that plan for me. Damn. <laughs> Darn you, grandma. Grandma. And it's like, you had to know her, but it's like, she was very manipulative and could be mean. So it's like, <laughs> oh of course God. she would like oh God. mess up my plan. But I just like wasn't, in the headspace for a few weeks to read and then we went to Paris in November which obviously like took a week out so I really don't think I'm gonna hit 200 Mm. and I am kind of bummed just because in the grand scheme of life this is a stupid thing to be upset about but like I'm gonna be so close like I think I'll be in the 190s and it's just like I'm right Uh. there and I don't I said this last year and it didn't happen but like I might be going back into the office in 2022. So like, I don't know if it'll happen. And I feel like this was the year it would have. Mm. And I don't think I'm going to make it. And I'm like upset about that. And then I feel ridiculous for being upset about that. But Time to pick up some novellas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time graphic to read novels. those, those splinters. Well, I was thinking like, I was looking at my December TBR and there are some big books. And I was like, I could swap these out. But I kind of don't want to do that because that's not how I got to 176. Like, I've read huge books this year. Like, I want to read what I want to read. It would have just been cool yeah to hit 200 so well congrats yeah. that's, yeah. that's great yeah 170 yeah two is six six sorry oh <laughs> unimaginable yeah um, no way but please again like I get embarrassed even saying that like I don't know why I'm like insecure about how much I read but I just would never want someone to like compare themselves like reading one book a year I think is amazing like I just read really fast and all I do is read, I feel like. So (laughs) there you go. There you go. Yeah. Can I ask a question? And Mm -hmm. you can say no to responding to this, but do you think um, not drinking anymore has made you read more? Yes. And I forgot about that. So I stopped. I actually only had alcohol twice in 2021, but I like my official stop on Valentine's Day. I will be one year alcohol free. Um, And I used to be hungover for days and like couldn't keep my eyes open for days sometimes like just very very sick and that it's crazy to think that I read 162 books and I was hungover for most of 2020 Mm -hmm. so I guess 2021 is like the other side of that I am like this is very personal to get into but like the beginning phases of when you stop drinking it at least for me it was like very hard so that did like slow me down a bit so I'm curious of what like a full year 
of not drinking and reading will look like but I had like more time to read and also you get like a like a clarity on like all levels of your life and like I feel like it made me a faster reader too because like I'm just sober (laughs) so yeah Yeah. that makes sense yeah yeah I actually was thinking last night like I would read drunk sometimes and have no idea what I was oh interesting Uh, oh like I would obviously like I'm just like if you have a glass of wine and read like you know what you're reading but like I would have to go back more and like Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. have you rated like are you enjoying more of the books you've read then like is your rating on average higher or something so I posted him I said in my November wrap-up I think I said this on an episode like November was not a good reading month for me and when I looked I was like for this episode going through my wrap-ups of the whole year and I only had two five-star reads in November and that's Mm -hmm wild for me I feel like I average four and five star reads and I think that plays into what I said earlier like I've gotten so good at like figuring out like I'm gonna like this book so I'm gonna read this book that's good that's a really good skill to have because mm-hmm. there's the so many books, books in the world I've purchased <laughs> that I'm like a year later looking at it like why did I ever read this description and buy it yeah mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. Yeah. I think it comes, I mean, we all read a lot, but like once you realize things you like and then you also realize things you don't like. So it's easier to like steer clear of them. Yeah. And I think sometimes like I'll pick up a book and like I might not at even in the moment be like, oh, I'm going to love this book. There's like something about it that intrigues me. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. this might be a good challenge or like a good time to like try this genre that like Mm -hmm. I don't normally like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like and I that's why I can't night. get rid of those like those books I have a lot of them on my shelf that I'm like when am I going to pick this up but at the same time I'm like no but I still want to challenge myself with that mm-hmm. yeah I actually was like that with the night circus and I was thinking about this yesterday because I did an inventory of all my unread books and I still have the starless sea and I was like when I bought that and then my sister gave me the night circus I took them in knowing like I might not love this but like with the night circus I woke up one day and I was like it's time (laughs) like (laughs) I'll just like like get into a certain mood and this is actually a 2022 goal I've been saying for years I'm going to read Game of Thrones and I woke up one day a few weeks ago and I was like it's time so I'm getting the box set for Christmas and in 2022 and are you the type who like has to do it all at once I am but I'm not with this one I and I oh so usually when I start a series, I have to power through. Sometimes I could do like one in between. But I think since I, I watched the show, mm-hmm. yeah. so it'll be easier to like pull myself out and like jump back in. And it's such a commitment. So I'm doing as of now. I'm going to do one a month. Nice. Is Wheel of Time next? Maybe. Oh, my God. I cannot ima- of shows. I can't imagine her reading that for some reason. Just time. based on the way you guys talk about it, I don't know. Maybe after you read Game of Thrones. But I then, think I would like it. I'm more inclined to read that one than what's the other one you guys both read? Oh, Sanderson? No. Well, you always talk about Patrick Rothfuss. When you covered it. Yeah. Broken Earth Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I actually did not complete my trilogy yet my god i love that trilogy so much yeah. but like you've covered both and like wheel of time i was more like interesting oh, okay. i feel like it won't happen but <laughs> i'm more like a YA fantasy girl <laughs> yeah i guess maybe it'll de- yeah so yeah. who's next 
Well, that kind of feeds into mine because what I realized in my reading this year is I had basically a total shift in like what I enjoy and I kept picking up these books that I know I should have loved like another version of me would have really loved them but current me is in like survival mode and ever since I've just switched all my media consumption to only things that bring me instant joy have I been able to like finish them wait what's an example well like I love a thought-provoking book I love a weird book I love things that are comments on like society and all this and I can't read those right now I just can't Mm. like I'm too stressed about work and at this stage of my um degree it just requires a lot of like thought and it's exhausting to also use like that much brain power to finish my degree and then come read a book that I would normally enjoy so at this time in my life um and it won't be true forever I don't think but I can only read like or really enjoy like the easy to consume things and all the media that comes with that so like in the past I did not used to be an audiobook person or a kindle person or anything and you're the audiobook queen yeah Yeah. this year uh so speaking of reading goals like I did set a goal for a hundred books and I in terms of like physical copies I think I read like 50 or 56 maybe something like that um which is still a lot actually but um audiobooks I did another like 50 so it's like literally half of what I read this year is an audiobook which is I'm actually surprised your physical number was that high because I feel like every book you're like audio yeah but the it seems like you almost enjoyed the audiobooks more yeah, yeah yeah that's what I'm saying is like for some of these physical books they're taking me a lot longer to finish and I'm just I don't have like the attention span right now I feel like I'm giving birth to my graduate degree that is so funny to me because i cannot do audiobooks because i don't have the attention span for an audiobook (laughs) because i'm like i'm gonna be like that meme of new york like sitting on the bed like i can't just like sit and listen i have to be like doing something with yeah well i do do it when like in place of where my true crime podcast used to live that's the other thing is i'm not listening to my true crime podcast because i don't want to be depressed about it anymore and it's just like audiobooks are a great way to pass time doing the kind of work that I do in the lab. Oh, I read 53 audio on physical copies. The first year I started Bookstagram, I did 56. So that's great. You were tracking yeah. pretty uh, evenly across the And then for audiobooks, I'm currently at 52, but I have two that I am definitely finishing. And so you're over <laughs> your goal. Yes, yeah. I, I achieved a goal. But I have this like sour note when I think back on what I've actually read this year because I didn't I'm just not in the headspace to really like have those books like hit me. Like in twenty twenty I felt like there were a lot of books that just resonated with me with my soul. I was like, I'm gonna remember this story forever. I didn't have as many life-changing books this year, and I think that's just because of where I'm at in life right now. That's so, totally fair. So yeah, this this year too was just like I'm not the like I was is a very depressing year for me. Like I'm I'm a pretty mentally well person, but that this year is depressing. Like I've really struggled with getting out of bed sometimes, Aww. which I've never ever experienced in my life. So it's just like a combination of like 
all the I think we're all dealing with like the after effects of an ongoing pandemic and then like it, this is a hard year for for people who are doing their PhDs it just like you're nearly there but it's a lot that needs to get done so you'll and get books, there yeah yeah books are like you know they usually bring me joy but the books that I started enjoying more this year are like you know, short, sweet stories, romances. I actually read a lot more poetry than I've ever read before. Um, and yeah, and just well-delivered audiobooks is what I've really enjoyed. I did set goals that I didn't meet, though. I wanted to finish, like, series. And mm-hmm. I'm, I have a lot of dangling series right now that are stressing me out. Like, I can think of maybe five right now. Oh, wow. But that's and, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just I just know I can't. Like, Broken Earth is a great example of, like... That'd be tough. It should have resonated with me. I enjoy the writing. But I had to, like... I couldn't finish it. It's just... It's too thought-provoking. And I'm like, I can't I think deal it's with okay it. to move away from things and read books that give you joy. Like, reading is supposed to be fun. This, one thing, this is, like, why I started getting into K-pop. It brought me so much more joy than... Mm-hmm. Plus, constantly like, binging Joni Mitchell and Phoebe Bridgers and the Smiths on repeat. It's better for my health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like you're in like a life upheaval moment. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like reading as escapism, like that escapism looks different for everyone at different mm-hmm. times too. So like yeah. normally you read to have these like, you know, existential thoughts about life but yeah. right now based on what's happening in your life like yeah. you're just reading for a different kind of escapism or which... you know i love a well-built world but i can't i can't these days i can't like dive into a world like i used to like i really wanted to i'm disappointed because i i wanted to read the count of monte cristo because i love mm. like a really long book but i don't think i can do it it's just too much i would really like to read the count of monte Christo, the version, I think I said this before, but the version that I think you told me or Nicole told me about that has a chapter in English and then the chapter in French or vice versa. Nicole was talking about that. Yeah. When we were in Paris, I was looking for that. And then I found the actual book and I saw in it one language how long it was and i was like i cannot buy this here because my suitcase will be overweight <laughs> yeah yeah my, <laughs> the, i have the unabridged and it's literally like yeah and then thing. imagine if it's doubled and then french has like a lot more sometimes a lot more words in one sentence than yeah. necessarily like uh. english so but someday maybe that's my 2022 not to hijack your but you can have like a night circus moment where you just wake up one day and you're like today's the Monte yeah, Cristo day. Yeah, day yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was overall like I had a good year, but it sat like sour just because of, you know, like this hobby that I've always really liked. I'm not making a bunch of time for anymore. So that's like been getting me down. But there's still a lot of like things I enjoyed. Like, you know, I didn't lie to you on this podcast. Everything I recommended, I stand by. So (laughs) the only time she lied is when she said she finished some things that didn't finish. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do me wrong like that. that She was lying. I mean, you admitted it last week. Yeah, on the record. Uh, But yeah, so what about you, Libby? uh, Okay, everyone's had like a soliloquy, but okay, I (laughs) (laughs) I will just go in with my numbers, I guess. My goal was um, 75 books. And as of recording in early December, I'm at 94. Nice. So I do feel like maybe this is the year. You can do it. I'll finally I hit, think you'll definitely hit 100. It. And it's interesting because this is also the first year ever I've read audiobooks. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know what 
changed, but it was that book. The Brandy Carlisle. No, no. For our personal book club. Oh, sorry. That I think nobody really liked by someone named Evie. And it was like a pink purpley cover. The Diviners. The Diviners. Oh, yeah. So the thing was, wow, and this is tied. That was this year. And it was tied to my other non-number reading goal, which what I broke but did better this year than I did last year which is to only buy one new book a month Mm -hmm. and so when that was our book club pick I knew I had already bought my allotted like book for that month and it was early in the year so I was like okay I can't like screw this up this early and so I did this weird ass roundabout like got a free trial of audible that's how they because I didn't know about Libby yet Mm -hmm. So I had Audible for seven days and that's how I read that book club book. But then I was like, wait, I actually like understood that I didn't like it, but I understood that story and like maybe I should try more audiobooks. And then I think I like asked for audio listening recommendations and found out about Libby. Libby and is an then... app and also Libby is a co-host. <laughs> yeah. It's me. It's my <laughs> app. And the rest is history. So yeah, the audio, I mean, I wouldn't hit. I think I'm at, I can't, I didn't like divide it up between what I read of physical and what was audio, but I've never been able to hit a hundred for the past like six years. I've, that's been like my secret goal. And one year just with physical books, I got to like 96 and it was such a like shitty that year. The last month was like kind of what you were saying you don't want to do. Cause I was like, oh, let me do this poetry collection. And I was not in the headspace to read a poetry collection, but I was just like, well, it'll count toward my total. And like reading it and like, it just wasn't an enjoyable last month. So I've been trying not to do that, but yeah, definitely without audiobooks, I would not be at a hundred. So it's cool. Same. That I think I'll finally hit that goal. Maybe. I, I should be able to. Yeah. I think you definitely will. You have four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks for five books. Yeah, I can do that. I'm um, the only one who's not going to hit my goal. Hey. That's okay. Hey. Okay, but Becky also, like, Libby and I are still from home, and you overnight went back to, like, pre-COVID. Full. Commuting and working days. in an office mm-hmm. full-time five days a week. Like I'm exhausted. Going back to the office, really, um, this is kind of getting off book topic a little bit, but, like, it really made me, when I come home from work, in the before times, I would have come home sat on the couch and read for a few hours now like I when I get home from work I'm so like exhausted from like I don't know I don't know what it is about going from a year of work from home back into the office full-time but I'm so mentally fried that like I've gotten so into the real housewives thanks to this like (laughs) that's the only thing that like I can I have the energy to do a lot of times is come home and watch like binge watch like five episodes and knit or like just mm-hmm. do whatever so yeah, do the mm-hmm. things that bring you joy maybe. yes exactly i think it's the it's not so much well we as a people are not able to compete at that pace that we used to run at i think there's been a shift in like what are you able to handle like a lot of people are reflecting on how important your health is to you and like your quality of life and it's like to what end is you know breaking your back at these jobs like what does that do for your quality of living and then to kind of like be asked to return to that pace even though you've had this like shift and in, in perspective and with the background of like 
this situation is ongoing and and ever changing and it, it doesn't it's like I always feel like the rug is gonna get pulled out again like we're also gonna have we're another. all like a little bit like on edge yeah. yeah I think like and I didn't mean to like cut you off I'm, I don't know if you have more to say yeah, so that's I can, okay but I feel like this year a lot of the year I was having like a little bit of not an identity crisis, but that's the only word I can use because I've always used reading as my escape. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. when things are stressful, especially during the pandemic, when things were stressful, I just like read so much. And then going back to the office, things are stressful. And now I am having trouble picking up a book. I was like, wait a minute, what's happening to me? But now I feel like I found a balance and I'm like very pleased with where I'm at, like mentally and like, with reading and also with watching things that make me happy and just being like yeah a lot of times I'll be like I really need to pick up this book because either a we're recording or I just haven't read in a while but I'm like coming to a point where I'm like okay I'm not mentally there to read right now I'm just gonna watch tv and then I'm like very happy with my decision and Mm -hmm. it's like I'm just at a peace with like those choices and yeah, I don't know if I'm making sense, but anyway, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Oh, yeah, no worries. Okay, well, another, just a couple other things about, like, goals. So I do remember distinctly at the beginning of this year, like, pulling out 21 books off my shelf that I was like, oh, yeah. I've had these for a long time, whatever. Right. I just looked back. I've only read six of those this year. Mm-hmm. So but I'm currently in the middle of good. my seventh one. It yeah. It is, but it isn't because every fucking year I'm getting at this like I'm trying so hard to not not even like not get caught up in like hype books but just I I own I think I have more than 300 unread books and it's a lot of it is like I've worked in publishing for almost six years Mm -hmm. now where that is a perk you just get a lot of access to a lot of free books and I've brought, I've like amassed this beautiful library of books that I do genuinely want to read and I just don't. And so the audiobook thing is this double-edged sword because I, I would like reserve all of these books that I like heard about kind of on a whim. And anyway, so. And then you have all these books sitting there. Yes. Mm. And it's like, so toward the second half of the year, what I tried to do is like reserve audiobooks of books that I already owned Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm doing actually right now with my current read the Knicks where when I'm like running and stuff I'm listening to the audiobook but then I also have the physical copy and I'm really enjoying that method yeah do you set like I set a December TBR and I read those books and then like like my first book of the month of December wasn't on the TBR randomly was like today is the day I'm reading this book I've owned forever but I pretty much follow that TBR and I found that helps me get through my old books yeah I just can't do a TBR I I've tried that and like Kayla you and I are similar in in our like planning ways and I've even tried that and I can't do it like I for whatever reason yeah once I set it out once I start setting it out, I'm just like re reignited all of the books that I have on my shelf on the amount of want of wanting to read it. Yeah. Just like comes back to life. Like yeah. as soon as I start to pick, I'm like, oh, but I want to read all of these. Like, and then I just them, get stressed. Last night I read a book that has been on every TBR since August and I finally got to it. But like that's how I finally get through my old books because they're always on that specific shelf and I'm looking at it and it's like mocking me. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like, you need to finally read me. That's, I mean, so Dominicana is an example of a book that lived on like every TBR where I was like, maybe it's next week. Maybe this is the month, like whatever. I don't. And then I just finally did it, but I don't know why. <laughs> so maybe yeah. if I like try to you're be more just intentional. Too, you're just a mood reader and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. a mood reader. Anyway, the whole thing with the only reading six and a half, maybe, maybe by the end of the year, seven books from my 21 is I'm still not great at just reading what I already own. And I, it's frustrating. This year I didn't buy as many books, but I still got like a lot of free copies and I borrowed all of these copies, which is great because I'm saving money. But at the same time, I'm just sitting on this like ever growing. I think that maybe you just need to accept yeah. this. I can't. I, I won't. think you can. But you I'm, I I'm your therapist now. Yeah. <laughs> You're going You're to work through this, okay? <laughs> that brings up a good like breaking the fourth wall point. Like we get books sent to us and like it's hard to be like, it's hard sometimes to like put it away. Like, and I feel pressure sometimes like I should read this sooner and then I'm like oh wait but I'm spending all this money on these ones that are just sitting here like it's a hard like balance to find I think part of it is feeling left out of the conversation I mean the beauty of bookstagram is this community where you can talk to people about books but then it's like sometimes I'll see everyone's talking about this book that I haven't read and they're loving it and then I'm like oh I want to it seems like I would like that and then I forget that like being so plugged into the internet means like I'm less likely to pick up that book from 1998 that is mm-hmm. not trending mm-hmm. even though I would like it and even though people would probably talk to me about it yeah but it's just like yeah. harder to prioritize in that kind of way mm-hmm. but one of the coolest things of like the podcast and bookstagram is like when we talk I don't know if you guys experienced it but, like when I talk about a random ass book and like I loved it and then other people read it because i said it and then they love it like it's it's so cool like it makes me so happy yeah and that motivates me i think to read more backlist or like not plastered everywhere i feel like i read the most like in general out of all of us the most (laughs) in general end of sentence i read the most like this is the shiny new book out of all you do Uh, read the most like front list yeah i would say libby are you going to add a book to are you going to do 22 books for 2022 from your shelf? Is that how, why you picked 21? Well, so then here's, yeah, that is the point. I saw it was like a hashtag going around. Sometimes Cute. I see them and I'm like, this is fun. Even though like nobody tags me in them <laughs> or if they, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but then I'm like, do I pick from that same? S- yeah. I was yes. Gonna say, keep the carry set over. And, and then fill and then in the add? six and then add another. Oh God. I don't know. I kind of want to do this 22 thing. Though. Yeah. I'm going to steal this. Yeah. It would, wait, can really? we do it as a podcast? Yeah. Okay. All the same ones? No. No. Cool. But, oh, yeah. And then we'll check in. All of us year. go to yeah. our shelves. And if you don't have like if there's other books that are just you could also use your goodreads if you're gonna like Like, you can make a note in your phone yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's literally and there were no parameters it was just like books you own 21 of them that you want to read in 2021 yeah listeners you join us too so if you don't own 22 books that's okay just go through the list of books you've said that you've wanted to read and that counts yeah but if you own a lot of books that you haven't read for a long time pick from that make a stack of 22 yeah. And we're all going to, this is how Libby's going to do this. Oh, God. I'm already flash forward a year when I'm like having another crisis. Like, <laughs> when will I ever? Pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe that'll work. 
Well, you know, you can pick those 22 books that are like relatively the hot new thing that are on your immediate TBR and then you might want to read them. Right no, away. the mm-hmm. point is that it has to be on her shelf for more than a year. Oh, That's right. on anyone's <laughs> shelf for more than a year. I yeah. really pay attention to the rules. I'm a natural rule breaker. <laughs> yeah, we know. Actually, sorry, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. I'm a rule breaker too. Yeah, Kayla and I are the only ones who can follow a rule on this pod. <laughs> I like that. I'll get it. I'll I'll do that. Okay, well, so so cool. a recap on the rules for us rule breakers. <laughs> so go to your physical or digital shelf, mm-hmm. whether that is books you actually own for more than a year or books that have been on your TBR for more than a year. Should we make a hashtag and pick twenty two out yeah. of that? So here was the oh go sorry I'll pick twenty two out of that. So. I'll go home to my unread books and pick 22. And then the goal is to read all 22 of the books you picked from your backlist by the end of the year. Yeah. So the hashtag last year was hashtag 21 books in 2021. Pretty self-explanatory. We could do like 22 with B-A-T-C or something. Cute. Cute. Yeah. Is that too long? No. 21 books is in 2021. Yeah, that's long. Yeah. I mean, it's the numbers, not... We just spe- use the numbers. Yeah, 22. 22. 2 2 with B A T C. Yeah. 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 And Yay. we'll post like ours on the Books in the City Instagram. And we'll make sure if we're talking about that book to mention it. <gasps> you know what, though? Did you do more than that? Something I want to say. I'm looking at it and the ones that I did read. And one of them was Brandon Sanderson's The Way of Kings, which is a big old, Chunky. big guy brick. So, big guy brick. <laughs> good job to me. <laughs> I don't know. I just okay. I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> one of the books she read, one of the was six, really big. was really big. So it counted as like three. Was it more than? It was more than five hundred pages. It's that big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I well, that's about a good accomplishment. Yeah. I remember epic fantasy in twenty twenty. I think one of your goals was to read more big books. It was. And did you have a no, goal that like that this year? Oh, twenty nineteen. What if, what if Did I, you have a goal like that this year? Yeah, it's like I blacked out all my goals, sort of. Um, <laughs> but well, me, same. I think I had some other goals that I... I think, actually, my only goals were 75 and then only buying one book um, a month. So we've kind of transitioned into next yeah. year's goals. So <laughs> does anybody... Because like, I haven't really thought about all of my goals for 2022, but has anyone come to a conclusion like what you want your goals to be? I think I'm going to, once again, keep them the same. Like, one nonfiction, maybe more ebooks. But I actually am, like, really starting to enjoy reading on the Kindle. Yeah. Mm. Um, the issue is I just have so many freaking physical books. Yeah. But now you have the 20, yeah. 22 with BATC. Yeah. I want to keep DNFing. <laughs> I want to keep DNFing. Yeah. I don't want to read. Well, I, wanna, like, I know. I'm I don't like to, like, force myself. <laughs> yeah. And I said this last year, too, and it didn't happen, but I really do, like, I average, like, this year, I think it was 16 books a month, and when I don't hit that number, I get, like, upset with myself, and that's ridiculous. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to stop being like that, but I think that's just me. So one of your goals is to stop being so hard on yourself with yeah, reading Yeah, I guess goals. that's, that's like, in all goal. of life, Book but, yeah. I think I'm going to maybe alter my number goal to 52 so a book a week Mm. nice that's good um and also the 22 
goal that we all just agreed upon. But I also want to actually finish Harry Potter in French. Nice. Wow. Because it is a struggle. Wait, the whole series or well, Chamber so of or just as a Stone? just as a background to listeners, I think I mentioned this on a random episode, but um, I'm learning French. You guys know that, but I bought Harry Potter in French, and the reason I picked Harry Potter, I know that we're like not standing jk but the reason i bought harry potter is because i've read it many times and it's a story that i know very well so i thought that would be a good choice for the first book that i read completely in french because it'll be a little bit easier for me to understand rather than like having to go in and like understand the story Mm -hmm. for the first time in a different language so like this is just better for language learning so that's why i picked it but it's been like one of those things where I like do not pick it up very often because it's like it's homework so Mm -hmm. one of my goals is I want to finish that and maybe depending on if I get through it early in the year pick up maybe the next book or a different book altogether in French I mentioned I do want to read the Count of Monte Cristo someday and the English French thing is intriguing to me but I think that'll be like a long way in the future goal but yeah that'll be a long one yeah well so will some of those harry potter ones yeah mm-hmm. wait i remembered one more okay i i started a bit this year but i really really need to stop reading books that i know i won't really like just because everybody else is talking about it yeah that's it <laughs> mic drop she's done <laughs> yeah <laughs> but as far as like other goals i don't i don't think i have any others oh sad sad that i don't have any other no sad i'm <laughs> realizing another goal that i had that i didn't do oh, which no. tell us well it was non-reading and it, i think i talked about this on the podcast too but it was a sub four-hour marathon which Aww. this year i didn't get that but oh but okay, you're running one in 2022. <laughs> yeah. immediately in 2022 right pretty yeah. early yeah this is it those are good goals though yeah thank you Wait, did you say, are you doing the nonfiction and the classic and stuff again? Did you say that? Or yeah, Okay, so when when did I start this? Like, you I think I did start it in 2020 to read one classic. A month. I, no. No, total. A year. Total. And I started with Emma, and I did, Emma, I did like two chapters a day, and then I finished it, and then I did Pride and Prejudice, which I got through quicker, and then... I was like, okay, I'll just keep it ongoing. So then I went into Sense and Sensibility, but I haven't picked it up in like two months. So it's just going to be like an ongoing thing for me. It. It's just like very hard. I for- like I forgot about it. Yeah. I guess I haven't really thought about this much, but maybe I'll stick with my 75 books because it feels just like a this kind of sweet spot, like attainable goal. Same goal as every year, read my backlist. I don't know. Honestly, it's I haven't okay thought about this Yeah, I haven't either, yeah. but those were just like on the yeah. fly. Maybe big. I do sometimes when I, I've talked about this on the podcast before as well, but like with the number goals, I tend to turn away from like a chunky book because I know I'm going to spend you know I'm going to need like two or three weeks to read it and then that's going to really set me back on my number goal so maybe actually I'll do I'll try for 50 with like a focus on long books uh as well because I'd like to I started watching the Wheel of Time series and I do want to continue yeah with that Mm. series 
Nice. Otherwise, I don't know. And a sub. Four hour marathon. You got this. Knock Yay. on wood. My foot hurts. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Anyway, what are your goals, Emily? I don't really think I want to set a reading goal for 2022. I know it's going to be a year that's like a lot of big changes. So I don't really want to put that pressure on me. I want to like find that passion for reading again. That's a good goal. And yeah. I I want to revitalize my bookstagram cuz I didn't mean to kill it, but like <laughs> oh same. <laughs> I yeah. you know what it is cuz I think it was like a space where I when I was reading a lot, I really enjoyed it and then it felt like when I wasn't reading as much, I was like, "Oh, I don't want it's like a reminder of all the things I'm not doing. So I put like this unneeded pressure on me mm. and I just don't sometimes I just like ghost on social media because that's who I am. But like and also just because it's like a visual platform and I'm not creative enough to like use Photoshop to make nice pictures for the grid use when Photoshop. I'm doing like your pictures are nice. You yeah. never give yourself enough credit, but well, your grid is beautiful. Oh, thank you. But with audiobooks, you know, like it's less yeah, it's I, d- I can't and it's half of what I read so I don't I don't really like document them I don't have the books with me so that's part of why I also you could post one of your like moody pics and then just yeah. talk about it in the caption here's yeah. another identity crisis guys I'm feeling trapped by my Muji filter uh, or Muji I Muji. might just go rogue and it. switch it up I don't know wow. oh my god! orange out of there get it out of there well I like this goal I had a yeah. I had a similar experience with bookstagram you know, yeah. where I felt very like, well, I'm not really reading that much. And like, I'm not excited to review this because I like, you know, I'm only posting like once a week. But I yeah. do like I did like it when I was posting. It reminded me that I enjoy Bookstagram. Yeah. A lot. And, you know, people are very kind when they interact with me and and everything. So it's not like, I don't know, I just sometimes get like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's like another thing. Sometimes in my head, it's like, oh, another thing you have to do that you're like slacking on type mm-hmm. thing. And I just want to like find the joy. Like recently I was like, do I just want to make a wrap up reel of November of just That's little fun. video footage? I watch, kept? watch Emily 2022 becomes like a book talk star. <laughs> <laughs> Real queen. Is 2022 the year that I moved to TikTok? Um, no, I don't know. But I just want to <laughs> like rekindle it. This hobby and that space is like a place where... It's like chill. It's it should be fun. I want to find the fun in it again. So, love that's it. good. These yeah. are all good goals. There we go. I guess the last thing we should review in this very reflective episode. Yeah, um, it's a little bit deep. A little deep. <laughs> but do you guys have any like highlights, highs and lows from your the books you've read this year? Yes. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. I purposefully didn't review my like grid where I write down everything and all my ratings in one place, but I know just off the top of my head that the books that stuck stuck with me the most now, like will stick with me the most, mm-hmm. are Empire of Pain by Patrick Radden Keefe. Mm. Oh yeah. And Detransition Baby by Tori Peters. Those are nice. Two books that I read this year that I mean definitely are in my top favorites of the year, but also just like elicited such a strong reaction while I was reading them books that I'm like it's been you know a couple months on both and I'm still like 
kind of in awe of what both those authors did. So mm. that's just like the ones off the top of my head that I'm like, wow, those were incredible books. I'm looking back mm-hmm. at my books that I read this year and some of them I'm like, oh yeah, I loved that. Like The Rose Code and like being able mm-hmm. to interview Kate Quinn was really cool. The Ladies of the Secret Surface. Cir- surface. The Ladies of the Secret Circus, that was exciting to dive back into Constance Sayers' witchy worlds. Um, but I think that, honestly, going to Paris and be and reading the Paris bookseller at the same time mm. was just like a very, very cool experience because I feel like reading all of that historical fiction that takes place in Paris, like I remember sitting on my couch so many times just like kind of internally screaming that I'm not in Paris. Mm-hmm. So like having that experience was like a very high point, I think. Um, I just pulled up a picture I posted today on my bookstagram that has like my favorite shelf. And like I actually didn't add that many from this year. But the Rose Code it, I, like I read so so many books, like 176 books. How do you like pull out yeah. favorites? It's very hard, but I do this thing subconsciously with some books where I'll, because I'm a very fast reader, but I'll feel myself like trying to slow it down. And like the Rose Code is one where I just didn't want to finish. And like it was so unique from other World War II stories. And it was all these things I'm so interested in. And then getting to talk to Kate about it was just like, it was so cool. Similarly with The Family Plot, I think that's one of the best thrillers I read this year. And like getting to have that talk with Megan Collins, the author. And it was just like, a really great conversation and I talk to her all the time now on bookstagram which has been like <laughs> a that. very Aww. cool like thing to come out of that the from blood and ash series I really really loved like getting lost in that world and like talking to you guys about it and like my sister had already read it and loved it and like freaking out with her about it I'm not gonna go on forever I promise but <laughs> the boys club by Erica Katz I still think about that one. Girl A, I still think about. And then Not All Diamonds on Rose. Oh, yeah. I loved Mm -hmm. that book. And like reading like so Orange County came back last week and like Heather Dubrow is back. And I was like thinking about things she said in the book, watching it. And it just kind of like made the Bravo watching experience more fun. I feel like I'll be referencing back to that book for until he writes another. So very cool. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, you go, you go. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to say. I thought I read this in 2020, but God Shot by Chelsea Beaker. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe that was in February, but that's one I wanted to add. And two others I can't believe I forgot to mention as well. Lanny by Max Porter, which was unlike anything I've ever read. And then this was also the year I met Kaz Brecker <laughs> in Six of Crows oh. by Lee Bardugo, and I can't believe and I really I can't believe like, that was this year too because yeah, I feel like you have had I, a love affair with Kaz Brecker no or however you say it only this year and I didn't like Crooked Kingdom really or it was just okay and I didn't really like Shadow and Bone and didn't finish that trilogy but like I will die on the hill that the Six of Crows as a standalone just that book Wow. <laughs> Love that. Wow. So anyway, that's those are other ones. Sorry. Okay. Cut you off. Okay, now I'm looking at my Goodreads. I was like, actually, you read a lot of books that were awesome. Yeah, sour note my butt. Yeah, right? Like I don't Sorry. know why Whoa. I have this I'm not gonna say how you feel. <laughs> negative like interpretation on my year, but like 
I'm looking at the beginning and like truly most of what I talked about on this podcast really love those. Like I do love me some Death of Vivek Oji. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Bear and the Nightingale trilogy was amazing. I read it while we were in a snowstorm here. It was like it, it got me down this whole like Russian folklore rabbit hole. Um that was really good passing and I also Did you went, watch it. No, no, I haven't seen it yet. Um but then I'll break down the second half of my year into like phases because I went through like the Greek mythology phase <laughs> and right, I listened right. to the Iliad on audiobook and that was really really fun. And then I really enjoyed the k-pop oh the k-pop book i'm <laughs> obsessed with yeah that's current emily and then also like ray bearer just oh, the, yeah. the two together i have the physical copies and they're beautiful i even made like a little print pinterest of like the visuals Aww. for it and then yeah like i was looking over my audiobooks and there are definitely a few audiobooks that like clicked for me like clicked into the medium like I listened to these and I was like, audiobooks, I can get behind them. And I think the the few that didn't, I mean, I did listen, or I've, I've talked about all of these, but like the Carrie Fisher's memoirs were so fun. Right. And then Black Buck as an audiobook was so entertaining. You got me to pick that one up as an audiobook too, and it is. It was, it was like well a really done. fun experience because if I compare my audiobook consumption to last year, I was like in and out, but. A few of those, I listened to them, and I was, like, in on audiobooks, and it totally changed my reading habit. Um, and also, yeah, just, I had a, I, I had more than I thought, actually. I don't hate any of those. So, like I said before, most of what I enjoyed, I, I talked about on the podcast. Those are my highlights. Yeah. So. Yay. Yay. All good answers all around the circle. Woo. Well, before we close out this episode, we... Again, a reminder, no new episodes in January. It's all going to be throwbacks. And we really hope you listen to the throwbacks, too, because it's always fun to think back to the early days of the podcast when we were half asleep. One time Emily fell asleep during an episode. (laughs) Slid off the couch (laughs) over the course of six hours. (laughs) Um, And we used to record like right after work. So we'd be going into like Mm -hmm. the middle of the night. So it's a definitely a different dynamic sometimes so (laughs) that'll be fun for you guys um but we wanted to chat a little bit about some of the ideas like we are gonna switch things up a little bit in 2022 for example if you let us know if you liked this episode where it's not really so structured and we're just kind of chatting and we were thinking maybe we could talk about like what we're watching on like a episode or you know let us know what you want to hear we have an idea for something called chaos mode. Chaos mode. <laughs> Who knows how often this would happen, but similar maybe to last week's Secret Santa episode, except without the structured book talk. We yeah. were thinking maybe we'll just like dive in on something and it'll just be chaos mode. And that's the best way we can describe it. Totally. So let us know if there's something like you want to hear, like if there's a topic that maybe isn't book related, for example, like. I know a lot of times when we do our happy hours with our fan club, um, we tend to go into a lot of TV talk and like what we're Mm -hmm. watching. So like we thought it might be fun for us to talk about what we're watching on like a random episode or, you know, I don't know if you guys have any ideas of things that like I think all of us pretty much post about 
something other than books in our stories often like I don't know if maybe we talk about like running sometimes or like pickles pickles um <laughs> I feel like there's lots that we Kayla could do pumped to talk about pickles no the running I was like I have nothing to say yeah so again let us know what you want to hear we're excited for 2022 starting in February season two 2022 the year of twos wow. ah. and of course we'll still be doing oh yeah we're not gonna change up sorry i guess we should be specific we'll be coming in hot with like some fresh january reads probably yeah i was thinking i'm like we've never taken a break like this so i was like oh my god i feel like i'm sometimes i read a book and right away i'm like i need to talk about this so i'll write the notes right away and i feel like i'm just gonna come back from break with like notes ready to go yeah same i'm probably gonna from this year I'm going to talk about this book for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So that'll be exciting. And like, we'll, we'll recap our break for you too on our first episode back, but. And we'll still be like posting on Instagram. I'll be posting on my Instagram. Who knows? Maybe Emily will show up again on her <laughs> as a real queen. <laughs> slow open the door. You know that, that TikTok Libby and that I, are I saw on Instagram <laughs> where it's like the Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next concert. And everyone opens the door and they're like, thank you, I'm back. That'll be me on Instagram. Oh, with yeah. My November wrap-up reel. If it yeah. doesn't kill my phone. Nice. Isn't it crazy how the internet, you can just like talk in shorthand about like, like what did you just say? But we all know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking yeah. about. I don't think I'm on that side of TikTok. I don't watch oh. TikToks on Instagram. So like I'm only getting what's on my side of TikTok. Gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha. what they're feeding me. So anyway, that yeah, we anyway. could talk about social media. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, but yeah, that that's a wrap on season Ooh. one. Oh I'm emotional. Am I going to cry? <laughs> Are you? A little bit. Oh. I cry about everything. I'm a water sign. Anyway. <laughs> I couldn't even anyway. tell if that was a joke. I was like. No, my eyes got misty. Oh. We put a lot of work into this podcast. Yeah. So it's very cool to be like. You know, we're putting an end to season one and we're going to like start season two and it's going to be a little bit fresh. And yeah. also, thank you, everyone who posted their Spotify wrapped. It's yeah. wild to see us come through on those. For if real. you are an Apple podcast listener and you listen to a lot of podcasts and you think that we might be in your top, let us know. It's fun. <laughs> we want to we want to know. You guys post an real. Apple Apple wrapped up yeah. homemade Apple, Apple wrapped. wrapped. Anyways. Well, anyway, where are you guys Ayo. on the internet? <laughs> I'm at Becky in the bookshelves. I'm at Sleep, Run, Read, Repeat. I'm at the Lazy Library. I'm at Caridbot, and you can find all of us at Books in the City Pod. I just blacked out and was like, what am I saying? <laughs> End of season one. Um, yeah, follow us along on Bookstagram during our little hiatus. And please make sure you're following, subscribed, whatever it is you have to do on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Fan club will still be active during the break. So make sure you check that out. Join in if you miss us. Check out the merch and yeah. join Becky's book club next month. Yeah. Yes. Stay tuned to stay tuned to my bookstagram um, and the podcast Instagram account. And I guess the website too um, for dates and info on that because it's still happening, but you just won't. Get an announcement like you normally do here. Yeah. So we'll see you in February. Ah! Oh my god. Or we won't see, see you. you next but you'll see you next us. year. See you next year. Oh, I love that joke. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love you. Thanks for listening.